0: Welcome back to the Unregulated Podcast. This is episode number eighty-one here on Wednesday, a beautiful Wednesday, April twenty-seventh. I am your co-host Tom Pyle,
1: and I'm your co-host is Carl Eller, number eighty-one from the Minnesota Vikings. Welcome back, co-host. How are you today? I'm good. How are you?
0: Pretty well. Thanks. Do you have any announcements for the for our wonderful readers and listeners? Oh
1: yeah, you know I have this terrible feeling like I should have an announcement. I tell you what, how about if I preview something? I just finished up an interview with Senator Rick Scott that we're going to write up for The Washington Times. It was a great interview. He is a very interesting guy. And every interaction I have with him makes me think he's going to be a very serious presidential candidate.
0: Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. it's
1: good to hear. I don't know much about him, so. I, I, it, it'll be it'll be good for all of us to learn. Like I said, he's just a good guy. He, you know, It's good. good. Looking forward to it.
0: I have uh, one brief announcement. Uh, I am headed to Cabo San Lucas. No, I'm going to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee oh, this Oh, Dollywood. Weekend. Good for you. I'm going to go visit Dollywood. Good for you. Did you Do you, Do you? staying at a lovely farmhouse in the middle of – Oh, that really uh, expensive uh, one you yeah. use? Yeah.
1: Holy mackerel. The movie theater yeah, and everything Yeah, and everything. And, uh, yeah it's going to be really um, fun. Do you follow this guy, um, this Twitter account, uh, Three Year Letterman? No, I do not. I encourage you to follow this account three-year Letterman, because it is a hoot. This guy, it's put- on. It's a total put-on. He's a leg- his self-identified legend in youth football coaching, three-year letterman in college, SEC championships. He does this riff where like, sometimes they'll, like, "Hey, you know, President Ford invented the automobile, and America's the oldest and best country, and it's just and invariably people are, like want to correct him. And I'm just like, I'm like good. it's a goof, you idiot. Okay.
0: I'm gonna check it out. You sure.
1: should. Cause, and anyways, well and, he has got a time he's got a time um chair in Pigeon Forge. Oh, cool. Tennessee, which is what brings it to okay. mind. Sorry. Gotcha.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to Dollywood. My children had a, a brief obsession with Dolly Parton uh, during the pandemic for some strange reason. I don't know
1: why. Oh, she was everybody's so, favorite flavor. Yeah. yeah. Uh
0: okay, so this is a good segue to the um, of course everybody knows now that um, Elon Musk has won Twitter, purchased it, purchased yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, he was tried to be. Uh, it was a, there was an attempt to box him out. The board established a quote poison pill that would have prevented him from owning more than fifteen percent of the company. So then he made a, an offer of. Was it fifty four twenty a share?
1: Some ridiculous amount. Fifty
0: four yeah. twenty a share, and they said no until you show me the money. So he did show them the money by leveraging a huge portion of his beloved Tesla.
1: About half. In about, addition about, to about raising Forty four 44 billion is 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 his. About twenty billion is Morgan Stanley, which I found remarkable that Morgan Stanley would back him because I'm like, this is crypto money. Yeah, Twitter, well, Twitter doesn't make any is, money.
0: Is, look how much the streets backing Tesla. I mean, it can't be worth as much as, as, as 892
1: as, bucks a share. You know, I, I, yeah. it seems unlikely. Right. So,
0: it, but anyhow, um, this is kind of a big deal. The, the, the quote unquote, right. Uh, and libertarians are all a gaga over this. And, and it's, it's ridiculous. This guy's okay. not your
1: friend.
0: <laughs> Everyone keeps like, I'm very. I've said this on the podcast. I'm. I'm concerned that you just be be cautious, right? Elon Musk is not a conservative, and he is an opportunist, obviously. Sure. And I'm actually. I I support his position, which is obviously Twitter should ease off on its blatant bias. But man. The left is losing it, bro. Yeah, they are losing I'm like it. <laughs> I'm play this clip. Sure. Hold on
1: a second. Or Facebook or what have you. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates all of its nominees or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff and turn up the reach of something else and the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election <laughs> Elon Musk says this is all to help people because he is just a free speech <laughs> philosophically clear open-minded helper I get, get, get
0: okay you. okay can you make it up if you if you could write a story, what
1: what further what further need have we of testimony? This guy just spoke against himself.
0: Okay, let me give you another one from our oh, good friend okay. Ro, Congressman Ro Connor, who Ro he doesn't seem to be doing very well He's these great. days. He's a great man. He seems to be losing it.
1: Uh, Elon Musk would be well served to have an independent board. Maybe bring back Jack Dorsey, others uh, to actually run the day to day decision making of. What content moderation is on the platform? <laughs> did you hear that?
0: Sure. Do I need to repeat it? No. What did he s- just say? He should be an independent board he, back. He, he, should, he said Elon Musk should empower the very people who are currently empowered Jack to says, manage the content of Twitter.
1: What's the point? To of,
0: manage the content of it, Twitter.
1: Apparently, Rose never bought anything. <laughs> the whole purpose of buying something is you own it and you're going to do what you want to do with it. All right. Now, I'm going to
0: I'm going to read a tweet to you. Oh no. And I want you to guess guess who who tweeted it. When oligarchs talk about freedom, beware. For Jeff Bezos, it means his freedom to set prices, which I think he messed that up, but for Jamie Dimon, it means his freedom to consolidate the banking industry. For Elon Musk, it means his freedom to set the terms of political debate. Don't get it confused.
1: Hmm. I'm gonna bet Dorothy Hamill.
0: No, Robert Reich.
1: What's the difference? <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's probably she's
1: probably a couple of inches taller than him. By the
0: way, is is a former Secretary of Labour <laughs> current He's you know, tweeter. Like that's basically all he does now is all, tweet all, all, all garbage. Four,
1: all four foot right? two of him is hopeless. Okay.
0: So, and then speaking of Jeff Bezos, here's one from him. And I thought the whole jag about him having a column in his newspaper about how pe- rich people shouldn't buy, buy mediums uh, for news content or whatnot was kind of funny. Um, he, he, this was, I want to actually want to read this because I want your your take on it. So he's retweeting somebody who wrote basically... Apropos of something, this 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 is Mike Forsyth from the New York Times, a reporter from the New York Times. Tesla's second biggest market of in 2021 was China after the U.S. Chinese battery makers are major suppliers for Tesla's EVs. After 2009, when China banned Twitter, the government there had almost no leverage over the platform. That may have just changed. Bezos writes, interesting question. Did the Chinese government just gain a bit of leverage over the town square? With a question mark? Yeah, well, as if he didn't gain any leverage I over was Washington D.C. Was let,
1: let me just say, let me just say, yes, yes. And this is back to my general theory of Elon Musk is not that good a guy, right? Um, so Bezos is right, hypocritical, but right. I'm looking forward to these two guys going at each other in a in a completely just society. They would wind up killing each other right outside Boy. the walls of Troy and we would all sail away in our boats <laughs>
0: they're They're already going after each other with their with their large projects I, I, their projections yeah
1: you know it in in a like i said in a slightly more just society they would meet each other out at noon on the main drag and Go at 40 paces and pull pistols and see what happens. So so
0: now that it's a reality, um, and and now Elon is all about, quote-unquote, freedom of, of speech, um, and is this show, you're gonna, it's going to be amazing. Everything's going to tie together. You guys are just going to be blown away. I'm not sure about that. Um, there's the Trump question, right? Will he or won't he? He's supposedly permanently banned, but as you oh, said yeah. earlier— New owner, he can change the rules any time he wants. If he's invited, he has already announced that he wouldn't yeah, that's rejoin a, Twitter.
1: That's his way of that's his way of deflecting the I'm not getting invited back.
0: Right. But yeah. if, if he were to be invited back, it would be pretty difficult for him to resist other than the fact that he's trying to get Truth Social off the ground, right?
1: Yeah, I'm not exactly sure how strong he's how strongly he's trying to get Truth Social off the ground. He's posted there once in like the last month or so. Um I got to think that if he gets back on Twitter, if he's invited back, he'll go back. The audience is just too big. It's too powerful. I, that's right? what I'm
0: thinking, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, and I'll
0: admit, I, I'm sp- I spend way too much time on Twitter. Uh, but it's, it's sort of the – it sort of ended up being the place where the political conversation is taking place, right? Everyone makes their announcements there, you know, you know according to – I have to know, be
1: honest with you. I, I make no announcements on Twitter.
0: No, but you publish these amazing commentaries on Twitter.
1: Right. At... Oh, at Mike McKenna 3. Mike McKenna 3. Everybody's supposed to follow me. <laughs> this, this is, you know, this okay. is it. So, uh, or, or, you know what, if you don't want to follow me, don't. I'm okay with that, too.
0: Elon Musk, you know, good luck. Good, yeah. Uh, way overpaid for this bad boy. I hope. Uh, I hope I get my I, check mark.
1: Forty-five million. Forty-five I, this billion. Could bucks for a this could
0: be huge. It could be the beginning of the end. We'll see. It could yeah. be somewhere in the middle. Uh, he really did put a lot, of, a chunk of this Tesla deal, which means he's going to have to. And there's actually one. You're not going to believe this, but there's actually one tweet from from the labor, the former labor sec, secretary, now prolific tweeter. That I actually agree with, but I think for very different reasons. He he states, "Quote reminder: Elon Musk's fortune, which ultimately enabled his takeover of Twitter, was jump-started by American taxpayers." Okay, now I agree, but I don't think I agree in the way that he's yeah, tweeting the I, way I, that I, I was going to say is, he sees it right because he's doing the socialist jag, where you know the Obama famous Obama quote that you know you didn't build that. But I'm my in, – in, in, in that I agree with the literal interpretation of – or what the literal words really, of it is.
1: He really built his money not on the taxpayers, not directly on the taxpayers. He really built it from hostages of various government program regulatory programs.
0: Well, you go back through his history. He started out like early in the internet and sold uh, a website that basically was the first way to get newspapers and stuff. Yeah. Uh, ironically, onto the internet, right? And he built a little bit of cash, and then him and Teal did the PayPal thing, and then he pumped it into um, some other stuff.
1: PayPal, but, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. But
0: from there, going forward, SpaceX, everything that he's done, the boring, this, everything is now, everything is now almost exclusively tied to the necessity for subsidies. Yeah.
1: Well right? yeah. I mean that's so, see, they, look, he makes his money on selling on creating and selling credits. Yeah. In various regulatory programs. Right. That not strictly speaking taxpayers, but eventually they wind up paying the bill.
0: Yeah. I, I, okay.
1: I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Secretary um Secretary Third Reich doesn't understand that. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> All right. Now, I'm gonna move from Twitter. Yeah. And Elon Musk to Some, this riveting to
1: something even more trivial. This
0: riveting trial. Oh brother. Of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and and here's the here's the link. Elon Musk and this is another reason why you should be very concerned about Elon Musk and not put too many of your eggs in that basket. Amber Heard and Elon Musk were in a relationship for a little more than a year uh, around the time of the official divorce like the ink was dry, yeah. and her and Elon got together for the better part of a year. Now, whether or not uh, that didn't end well because of maybe she's not completely right in the head is total speculation. We'll find out from this trial. Yeah. Um, but I do agree with with Elon Musk that Nobody is going to say after this is over that they wished that court battle had lasted longer <laughs> because so, so. it is a train wreck well, you know, I, I... for both of these people. They're spilling all of their awful laundry and the, the stuff that they've said, regardless of the outcome, the trial started here, ironically, in Fairfax County. On, on april 11th it's expected to go for like six weeks and i know all of this because my colleague is infatuated <laughs> with it. this trial so i'm watching it sort of in the background all right uh anything else to say on that or you're oh begging God, me God. to move oh, on yeah, i, I, I on. assume. who cares
1: about this all right so um i barely care about people around me why should i waste my time with rich people i don't even know well at least johnny depp is getting some
0: for Quality airtime these That's days. nothing to right? do with me. So.
1: Nothing, literally nothing to do with anybody except for Johnny, his friends, and his family. And you know what? He, 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 picked, he, picked, the, he picked the woman he picked on the basis of attractiveness. And, you know, it, it look, my mom was always real clear. Never pick an actress. Never choose an actress because they got something not quite right with them. They demand, they crave approval. What's our next thing?
0: Uh you why don't we why don't we flip over to I found this article from the Washington Examiner Growing number of top Biden officials eyeing the exits.
1: Yeah, the funny thing ahead is there's out of the
0: midterm election. There's
1: only like one name in that in the story. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was like what Cedric
0: heck? Richmond is actually announced
1: Cedric the TV. entertainer,
0: yeah. Um and he was the sort of quote-unquote moderate democrat that they tapped uh to sit over he all, was okay it was the west wing he, he
1: was more than that too right?
0: outside guy he relations was, guy. he was
1: supposed to be the guy who was going to be the conduit to the to the um conservatives too yeah well, which that went just, really well i i'd never gotten a call from the guy well not was. once um yeah so he let, he's he is he'll be out the door i think by the end of this week um the other weird thing, there two other weird things, right, that happened that are relevant. Uh, Cristobal Alex, right, is the deputy cabinet secretary, and I believe probably a, the title is special assistant to the president. Um, Announced he was leaving, and Amanda Hume, who um, was up for an assistant secretaryship at EPA, dropped out and became. Uh, withdrew the nomination and became like the chief operating officer of, I don't know, one of the 700 environmental groups that float float around in this town. What the three of them have in common is is that um, it's really unusual timing for staff to leave in May of an election year, especially senior staff. You're talking about a deputy assistant to the president, special assistant to the president. Um, I don't want to say it's treachery, but it has the flavor of treachery. The other thing is, is that it gives you a sense of what everyone inside that household thinks the next two years are going to be like. They're going to spend all their time sitting there in front of Senate and House committees explaining this, that, and the other thing.
0: Sure. It's, well, the, assuming that the Republicans don't do you know, right, exactly. oversight. Well, stuff, let's put it this way. There's a track record for them not you know, uh, really uh, nailing it. Right?
1: Republicans don't do oversight. So. They just harass people. Um there's a lesson here for Republicans who want to pay attention to it, and it's this. No matter what you think about President Trump, in the event he wins reelection in 2024, he will be a lame duck immediately upon taking office. What that means is every staff person who is every, – everyone who could possibly conceivably staff that administration is going to have to think about how important it is that they're only going to have about 18 months of legitimate work, and then they're probably going to have to exit. Um, it's a problem right out of the gate with the president, and people don't talk about it enough. But here we are. Which which president?
0: Which with a term oh, limited a, it, it, president? It's it's, it's a tr- term it, limited president.
1: It's a problem for President Biden right now, yeah, because he's essentially event, term limited. Right. In the event President Trump wins, it'll be a problem for him too.
0: Well, that was an interesting. Um, uh, that was interesting because I did see a poll uh, floating around on Twitter. <laughs> that uh Get off Twitter. there was a, about 17% said that they wanted Joe Biden to run for re-election wow. and about 7 that seems high 7 want Kamala Harris to run.
1: I was talking with a friend of so, mine recently about who's a democratic operative has been for a long time and um, asked about the potential nominee in 2024. He was very strongly he was in a very strong mind that they they were going to have to nominate Vice President Harris the Democrats now. And I, I'm like that. That almost guarantees you that you're going to spend, not just four, but probably eight years, and maybe twelve years out in the wilderness. And he said, "Yeah, I know, but you know, there's no the there's other, no the, turning back. The because other because of the the other option is 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 Secretary of the, Buttigieg. Ugh, I mean, right? It, it, yeah that, that's a worse answer. So
0: so are they? Unique week, uniquely qualified to be president.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or do we want
0: to not go there? We probably don't want to go there. All right. There. So so um you talk about uh presidential hopefuls and Donald Trump, and uh Donald Trump's biggest rival seems to be, at the moment at least, maybe uh your good Senator Scott will will surprise us in the primaries. Seems to be this gentleman from Florida, this governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. Yeah. Have you heard of him? Sure. Yeah, so this was in the Washington Times today. Yay. From uh, Susan Faricchio.
1: Faricchio, yeah.
0: Faricchio, is that Yeah, you say Yeah, she's been, okay. a, she's, been a, she's
1: been a political reporter for 100 years. Big
0: conservative wins fighting woke Disney propel rising star Ron DeSantis to new heights in GOP. Um, Right here, the article says that he's earned an approval rating of 58.2 8% among Floridians and a St. Leo's poll found that among Republicans, Mr. DeSantis is a top pick among possible 2024 candidates trailing former president Trump, 64 to 55.
1: How so can, he's chasing. Them. How can you check? How can you. So okay. he, so they asked it, They asked, who would you vote for? I think so. I don't know. Let's hope so. Cause yeah. that adds up to about 119. Yeah. So. I think it's, I'd have to go look at that. I'm sure it was I'm just
0: reading from the article. I get it. Mr. DeSantis placed first with 66% of the vote when Mr. Trump is excluded. Yeah. Pouncing former Vice President Mike Pence. Pounding. Trouncing. Trouncing.
1: Trouncing. That was going to be my second guess. Pouncing. Pouncing Seizing. Seizing. (laughs) Trouncing.
0: (laughs) With only 27%. Um, I'm amazed that uh, Vice
1: President Pence gets that much.
0: So his his closest rival for uh uh the Democratic nomination is either Charlie Crist or this um Oh, you mean Nikki Nikki Fried. Nikki Fried's going to win. The it, Ag, yeah, she's going to it, run it against him. Charlie Crist attacking Disney, threatened to harm our state's economic powerhouse that creates so many jobs and brings so many tourism dollars as a bonehead move, however you look at it said rep charlie christ
1: yeah well you know charlie (laughs) charlie Charlie, charlie's getting to be the harold stassen of the democratic party right
0: yeah yeah william jennings Bryan. yeah so so uh this quote was interesting to me this was a gentleman from the south carolina legislature a guy named tim swain no other gop governor would have signed a bill any disney special status no other gop governor would have vetoed republican drawn re- redacting maps and demanded more. DeSantis uses the power the people have given him. He is simply on a different level. Future president.
1: I think that's true right now. So. Uh, I would. I would. Here's the only caution I would give you. Um, Rudy Giuliani was going to be president at this point in the cycle. You know, I've been through a lot of cycles where yeah. guys were going to be president. John Connolly who, who, was going right, to be president at this point in cycle. Right.
0: Rudy Giuliani. Who was advising him to skip? No, I have no idea. The first five primaries plus Super Tuesday and wait for it to wage his I, campaign
1: I, in Florida. I, I don't know. Some, so, some I idiot. mean, I, I get what you're saying. Not, uh, this
0: guy isn't going to do that. DeSantis isn't going to be that.
1: Bad. All I'm saying so, is this. I, I they don't saying. hand these jobs out 36 months in advance, they hand it out on game day. I know what you're, you're saying. Doesn't matter how good you are in practice. It matters how good you are. But I game. do know that uh, uh, there's already some.
0: Rumblings of some pro-Trump people trying to throw a little salt on Desantis because you know I think they're seeing yeah if he gets up on
1: par with Trump then well they're seeing their gravy train right go away that's you know the the one the one thing that the one thing Team Trump is good at is protecting the gravy.
0: So I bring I I brought up the Disney stuff because I want to talk a little bit about about uh, that and uh, uh, first I want to start with another reason I think that uh, the Dems are frustrated uh with ron DeSantis. Here, here's an example
1: you look at uh uh the uh, uh, the little
0: devil in uh florida DeSantis, yeah. who is going against disney world
1: yeah it,
0: okay that was dnc chair jamie harrison i was
1: gonna ask you who is that calling the, the, at all. him
0: the little devil and and how dare he go against a
1: corporation when did did the
0: Democrats become the defenders of corporations. Because
1: they're they're all the funders now. Yeah. It's it's a bad spot for a D to B. <laughs> it's kind of fun, but it's a bad spot for D to be in. All right. So
0: I want to dissect this Reedy Creek thing a little bit. Yes. Can we? May we? Shall we? Sure. If you I, don't mind, I this love this talk from the about Tampa Reedy Bay Creek. Business Journal. This was fr- from today. So as as everyone may know, DeSantis on April 22nd signed a bill to quote unquote dissolve independent special districts created before 1968. Yeah. Which Reedy Creek, which is the improvement district uh, that Disney was operating under. Yeah. So the, the sort of in, in layman's terms or the way that the politicians are, are bannering around, they're their own government. Mm, right. So that's
1: a pretty accurate way. It's a right. pretty accurate description.
0: So um, the, uh, the improvement district, Dissolution is effective June 1st, 2023. We touched on this last, I think we touched on this last week, but the Dems are now saying, oh, DeSantis screwed this up so badly because these, all these people in these counties, um, Orange and um, Osceola, 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 are going to end up having to pay a lot of taxes and whatnot, right? So, the article basically lays out like what could happen now that this bill passed. Yeah. And, but I'm going to cut to the chase because DeSantis said, and this is a quote from him, it is not the understanding or the expectation for the special districts bill abolishing independent districts to cause any in- tax increases for the residents of any area of Florida. In the near future, we will propose additional legislation to authorize additional special districts in a manner that ensures transparency and an even playing field under the law. Okay? So. Yeah. uh, And, you know, Disney's stock is dropping for uh, various reasons. And anecdotally, I have a friend who is an amazing, amazing uh, travel planner and her specialty is Disney. And I asked her if this was affecting sales. And she said she's had... Cancellations and delays because of that Zoom call yeah. that leaked. Yeah. This stuff isn't
1: no, as is impactful. Because it's all business that? and
0: you know. It... Uh, she also said though that they had more cancellations and delays because of COVID. So it it hasn't reached a level where like yeah. But the But the uh, The reason I brought up the article is because DeSantis has it's going to get fixed by 2023. This was a flex.
1: Well, I, don't right? know. I don't know if it's going to get fixed. I well, it could that. get it, – it's likely that. that
0: they'll create another Look, special district with a here's, few parameters and rules around okay, it, Okay.
1: Here's, right? here's the problem. So, so. Oh, I have no idea. I, it would be difficult to, re, to recrudesce the Reedy Creek special district now. That that That's not likely to happen. I think the guys at Lake Buena Vista and Osceola, they're just going to have to eat this. And it does, probably doesn't matter. Net-net, it probably doesn't matter. Yeah. But here's the problem. This is the problem, generally speaking, we doing stuff just for for punitive reasons, you gotta have some hearings so people actually know what the hell's yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, I get the feeling the DeSantis guys. This was an overstep. This, well, that is this where is I gonna I was turn... actually going to go because this that's the discussion
0: is they it, it, potentially gave the Democrats some some punchback. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not and, necessarily and an it's,
1: overstep. It's just it's like if he'd just taken two more weeks, he probably could have ironed out some of the details better. Yeah, and he didn't. I get it. I mean, he really, you know, he wanted to smack Bob Chappuck around. I get it. I'm in favor of that kind of thing too. Right, right, right. But I'm like, dude, no, a thing in the world couldn't make take a couple of weeks and get it done right, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's our argument with Congress too. So, it, if it's good, if it's good enough for. Yeah, for here it should be good enough yeah. for there too. Even it, if he has it,
1: it, total control,
0: right? So. It's
1: it's you know it, it, he's not going to suffer any damage because he's going to have to iron out some details in a subsequent bit of legislation, right? People will just be like, yeah, whatever. You know they like him because he's they like him for the same reason they like Trump. He gets in there and mixes it up, right? You know they they don't really care too much about the, you know the yeah. the apostrophes and the semicolons. They're like. You know he can take a punch, and he wants to give a punch. And, and he has an done thing.
0: more than just this, right? He signed a pretty aggressive abortion bill. Yeah, he. You know, it's been a good session. Prompted the whole Disney deal with, you know.
1: Yeah, it's it's it's
0: instructing it's, it's, schools not to like you know yeah the K three children thing. That, yeah you it, know it, um, it's
1: been it's been a good session yeah. and and he's you know he, Rudy Giuliani.
0: <laughs> just want <laughs> to all right so so um. Again, amazing! Like everything's just tying together here. Uh, uh, there's a a, a, really? a column from a gentleman named Mike McKenna in the Washington Times. I guess a loser. The latest column: No, Disney's freedom of speech wasn't violated. Neither was yours. Yeah. And uh, you, of course, bring up both Disney and Reedy Creek, and Twitter.
1: Did I? I don't remember including Twitter. I believe you did. Hold I suppose on. I should go probably ahead. have disclosed that I used to represent Reedy Creek. That probably would have been a nice thing to just say.
0: These claims are as spurious as those from the right who claim that their freedom of speech has been violated because Twitter has banned them, sir. That's right. That was in your column. Good,
1: good, good for me. Okay, I, so, I'm glad. That's the right point. You, so you you, you the, the, the tag, go ahead. You're going to write That's it.
0: The First Amendment speaks solely to governmental action that abridges free speech, not to societal actions or the actions of other individuals. Yeah,
1: you don't have a right to be on the evening news. Yeah. You do not have an absolute right to be on the evening news. Yeah. Tough. And Disney, you know what? You don't have a right to have a special improvement district. That just did, right? No. No. I, I wrote it because I, I wrote it because it was to the Republic, right? Which is our, which yeah, is our which special is... project. You prepared, Explain what it? that is? It's our special project. Project that we've been doing for about a year and a half now, kind of a re re look at um re defense of the American Constitution through the prism of the Federalist Papers. Yeah, um, I, had a, I had a little you contribution. Had, you had to a couple, that. yeah. Um, I, usually, I, other people write it. Um, this one I wrote because I it, it was timely and I couldn't find anybody to uh, had, <laughs> couldn't find anyone to write it. I couldn't find anybody before, who, yeah. who who had it. Who had a, who had the um, who had the bandwidth and the and the desire to, to go after it? But I had been hearing a bunch of talk about this is the vitiation of Disney's freedom of right, speech and right, blah blah right, blah. I'm right. like, I yeah, am so which is si- weird. I'm look, I'm so sick of it from both sides. I'm like, they banned me from Twitter. It's their company, right? It, right. It's their show. So, um,
0: want to get to a, a more serious conversation yeah, yes. right now? A little Russia Ukraine update. Um, yes. and this is from the Washington Post. Wash uh, Russia cuts off gas to Poland Bulgaria, yeah. stoking tensions with EU over Ukraine. Yeah. So Gazprom basically said that they're shutting off uh the gas supply to na- uh, natural gas to Poland Bulgaria because they refused to pay in rubles, rubles. yeah, right, because they said that this is what they were gonna require. Now Poland, of course, isn't going to get hit as hard because they get 74% of their electricity from coal. You think this is going to encourage them to burn less coal in the future? Fire them up, boys. Right? Fire them up. But as you and I know personally, from personal experience, this is really going to impact Bulgaria if he indeed follows through with this threat because they are completely dependent on Russia for their natural gas, in spite of efforts by yours truly, you, others, Lou, uh, Alex, Alexei, you've got rest his soul, to try to break that monopoly in Bulgaria. So this poor, this this already the poorest country in Europe is gonna get slammed because of this.
1: I I uh, my children will tell you that I have one I have a bunch of different rules, but my principal rule of life is this. You cannot help people who will not help themselves. The Bulgarians have had 30 years to get away from the Russians, and they have done nothing.
0: They have done nothing because their governments have been puppets negative. Of, of Russia. Uh, in, negative. In
1: that, is, that is an excuse. The- that is an excuse. They have done nothing because the people have not insisted on anybody doing anything. I refuse uh, to accept. I, I refuse no, I agree, to accept. I, as
0: a result of that, I agree. It, as it, a result of that, I
1: agree. It, it, and it's also if you're the if you're the Russians, it's a nice clean shot across the German bow. Yeah, that's what I loved about it. And
0: yet, Germany is still is still buying gas <laughs> and oil from Russia. And yet, Ukraine has still not blown up the pipeline. It's it's. And we're
1: going oh. in on more than two months now of this. I'm telling you, the Europeans are. Terrible, terrible, terrible people. Not all of them, but in a collective, they seem to be.
0: So, uh, can, can, you imagine so if, can
1: you imagine if this was a war in which Tennessee invaded Alabama? It would take the Alabamians about 30 seconds to be like, all right, but that pipeline's <laughs> toast, just yeah, so you know. Exactly. right? We'll all, we'll yeah, all cut colonial, trees down.
0: Yeah, we're blowing that thing up. Yeah. Ship to Stern. Boom. Okay, so uh, just two, two ties to this domestically. Uh, Rasmussen poll, just off the presses. Here's who voters think deserves blame for rising fuel prices. Putin, fifteen percent. Oil companies, twenty six percent. That's that's pretty aggressively high, but okay. And Biden. Fifty-one percent. Say whatever's left minus the do So Biden has been able to move some numbers on this a little bit, but he's still getting the majority of the blame for gas prices when he should be getting all of the blame. And what, of course, is
1: I'd be more mostly his fault. I'd be more interested if the question asked like, is he doing everything he can do? Yeah, because he because he promised he was going to do everything he could do. He
0: was going to work like the devil to lower gas prices. Every tool in the toolbox. Right. Here's what his State Department flack said recently uh, again on NBC in response to this very issue of Russia shutting off gas to Poland and Bulgaria. We are working with our European allies and partners, as well as others, uh, to transition away uh, from Russian uh, sources of energy uh, and ultimately tr- to transition away from fossil fuels entirely uh, and to uh, continue this transition uh, to renewable, to sources of energy uh, that will see to it uh, that neither the United States nor any country around the world uh, is held, held hostage to a country like uh, Russia, uh, who can close the spigot uh, whenever they so choose.
1: A country like China is a different matter. However, we're okay with them being paid and held hostage by them. Biden's working like the devil uh, to
0: lower gas prices. In the meantime, this is what his most recent um, high priority is for uh, his defense department. Oh,
1: yes. In the United States military, every vehicle is going to be climate friendly. Every vehicle. No, I mean No, I mean it. Yeah.
0: No, I mean I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm, serious. I'm
1: assuming he says it's no, I mean joke. it when he it's a verbal tick that he it says is. when he knows he's lying. It um, is. Even tanks. No, I'm serious. All Any sixty, time all sixty responds, tons.
0: Yeah. So electric tanks,
1: sixty tons.
0: Javelins. <laughs>
1: Six.
0: Electric javelins. Like, how, well, this, what is this garbage?
1: It's really I, ridiculous. These people, you know, it, it, it is going to be a miracle if we survive these next three years. It's yeah. just going to be a miracle. He's doing everything he can, though. It, it, He's working like a devil. If I was a Chinese, I might just skip Taiwan and invade San Diego. Okay.
0: Um, I regret to inform you, sir, that Kamala Harris does not get the word salad of the week. No oh, rats. Who gets
1: it? Here we go. Yep. When somebody says to you, what are Democrats doing to address inflation, what do you say? Well, look,
0: the economic stress uh, that begins with the global pandemic unprecedented effects on supply chains uh, unemployment in the middle of 2020 that was over 14 percent massive economic ripple effects in in uh, every region of the world um, and a massive fiscal and monetary response. All the associated shocks to our logistics infrastructure have all taken a toll. Uh, families in my state of Georgia and families across the country are struggling with the rapidly, pri- ra- rapidly rising prices of staples like groceries uh, and gasoline. Congress has a role to play. The Fed has a role to play uh, because it's something that affects families in my state and states across the country single day.
1: John, John Ossoff. Yeah.
0: Wow.
1: He's learning
0: from the vice
1: president. You know, that's really bad because, I mean, I've, I've run across Ossoff a couple of times. He's actually better than that. I'm like, okay, maybe it is.
0: Maybe the disease is starting yes, to spread. It is. Now, okay, so here's the deal. He did, he did a non-answer to the I question. I was going to say, let me throw some words at you. I think his non-answer is actually significantly better than the Answer, answer answer answer. to inflation. Here's here's one clip, and I'll play a second one. If you want to get rid of inflation, the only way to do it is to um, undo a lot of the Trump tax cuts and raise rates. No Republican is ever going to do that. So the only way to get
1: rid of inflation is through reconciliation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The only way to get rid of inflation is to raise Raise taxes. Wait, wait. Get rid of the Trump tax cuts because you did not want to say raise taxes and spend more government money. I,
1: I sincerely hope that Senator Schumer tries to make some of his incumbents walk a plank and raise taxes in the next six months.
0: Well, it, just, just so you didn't think that it was exclusive to Chuck Schumer, this was in a debate in the Democratic uh, Pennsylvania Senate race, Senate primary. And that's where we have to talk about the costs we can control and the fact that we're trying to God. raise taxes to shrink the deficit, which is an anti inflationary measure. Connor Lamb. Connor Lamb <laughs> wants to raise taxes to tackle inflation.
1: University of Pennsylvania's second most important grad in the news this week. And the first? Elon Musk. Oh, okay. Got his BS in economics from Penn. Very good. Can't you tell? That's why everybody on the right needs to be careful. <laughs> Not your friend.
0: Okay, so the answer to inflation apparently is now raising taxes, taxes on top of us paying way more for every. It's a great single answer. It's a great
1: answer. We Sh- are currently shut your mouth. Don't be suffering. so negative.
0: All right, uh, shifting gears, and then um, I'm going to be done. Yeah, there was an article in the Washington Times. Yeah, by Harris Alec Alec. Yep. Yeah. Manchin-Murkowski worked to craft bipartisan energy deal combining climate change, more oil drilling. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they're having meaningful conversations mm. with various senators about crafting a bipartisan, quote, energy slash climate bill. That is going to have a leasing program that works and makes sure the leases are fair and people aren't sitting on leases, Manchin said. It's urgent to find out if there's a way we can find a pathway in a bipartisan, bicameral way, said Mr. Manchin. And Ms. Murkowski is now saying she's open to some of the $550 million in tax credits for green energy that was originally proposed in Mr. Biden's derailed social wef- welfare and climate bill.
1: Yeah. So um, Kevin Kramer's in on the act. Yeah. Of course. I, I don't, I think reconcile. I, 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 it has – it doesn't change my big theory about life, right? Reconciliation still dead because you're not going to get people to vote for $500 billion in tax increases in May of a, an election year. You're just not. But what is live now is it is conceivable to me that he could get 60 votes and do something probably in the lame duck and it would be like this. It would be his original tax credit for advanced manufacturing bill. Which it, is still just
0: welfare. Right. yeah but except so. it's
1: welfare for corporations and and i'm sure he has like preference for those who set up in west virginia right yeah um it 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 will be something about instructing ferc and doe to clear the queues of lng um terminals and affiliated pipes which they should be doing anyway they should be doing anyway it would it would, it would solve about about 80% of everybody's problems if, if Chairman Glick got up and said, hey, I'm going to spend the next 10 months just doing that. Which, by
0: the way, uh, our research organization, the Institute for Energy Research, um, submitted our technical comments to the ridiculous firm statements this week.
1: Um, And it's going to have something – so obviously something involving leases and then it's going to have some climate change thing on the far back end of it, Right. Yeah, basically
0: the tax credits for wind and solar and –
1: Yeah, the the presence of Kevin Kramer in that crowd. bailout
0: for nukes, right?
1: Yeah, you know, they've already gotten a lot of money. They got $6 That's billion that, that in, in, the, in the infrastructure thing. The um, presence of Kevin Kramer should make everybody a little bit nervous because he's going to want to talk about a carbon border adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't imagine – Senators are going to vote for that, but there it is. I also have trouble imagining the House is just going to roll over and play dead because Joe Manchin wants him to roll over and play dead. I think there's going to be a lot of people, especially if it's a lame duck, there's going to be a lot of Republicans who are going to be like, don't why come, do I need to get away? Do the store. I, don't come right. to us for votes. Right.
0: I mean, here's my I don't agree. That, that, I don't think that that they can even cobble together a bill that threads the needle enough to get enough.
1: I don't, think Senators, they, I don't think they can Because every
0: inch they have to move on leasing.
1: It You know, it's still – it's the same problem with reconciliation. You know, if they're going to be serious about passing out something, anything bigger than extenders of wind and solar, they're going to have to come up with revenue raisers. And there's just going to be a whole lot of Democrats who are like, I don't want to take that vote. Yeah.
0: I mean, we definitely shouldn't just assume it's going nowhere. I agree with you because we assume that Murkowski couldn't get her garbage bill uh, a couple of lame ducks ago, which was just basically the expansion of the Department of Energy, you know, uh, subsidy act. So uh, yeah, we definitely need to to keep an eye on this. It's a,
1: it's a it's a legit thing. It's a yeah. it's a it's a legit thing, and and I don't know where it's going to go, but but we'll know in the next thirty days. All right, I'm I'm that's everything on my list, sir. What do you have? I got one more thing. I got a report hot from North Pole, Alaska, where Santa Claus is running for Congress. <laughs> it's true, he is. There's a guy guiding...
0: the, the the mayor pro tem of North Pole changed his name to... officially. Yeah. Named Santa Claus is one of the 44 or so candidates running in the Alaska re- election to replace the venerable Don Young.
1: Yeah, and here's here's my here's my top drawer on-the-ground intelligence from my friend in North Pole, Alaska. I think you'll recognize who you are, Joe. Um, description of him. Santa Claus now, seriously, he's a Bernie bro, very progressive, has almost no chance because he only wants to serve the remainder of the term, isn't filed for next term, moved to Alaska, changed his name, works at the Santa Claus house, which is a tourist trap in the city of North Pole, has served on the nonpartisan city council. Of course, I I feel compelled to to include this listener's view of the actual Santa Claus. Um, Quote, he's a damn near... He's damn near a communist, natural lefty. He's got a list of good and bad children. Cancels the baddies and gives them dirty hydrocarbons. So, <laughs> okay, So take the source, so, take the source along with the intel. So we've
0: got Santa Claus and Governor Sarah Palin uh, in on the race, in addition to forty-two others. Uh, and and the the strange thing is, is that uh, there's going to be this election to re- to fill out the rest of uh, Don Young's term is coinciding with the primary for the yeah. for the next election yeah. to serve the full term. It's a, and it's... you could possibly get on the ballot or be one of the sort of, I think it's an all male ballot for the first time too, which is going to complicate everything. Uh, of course. You could actually be a candidate on the ballot to replace Don Young, but still not garner enough votes yes. to be on the ballot for the actual two-year term coming up. I say so th- it's a it's a hot mess up in Alaska, folks. A hot mess. I it. say it's this because of climate change. I
1: say this all the time, and I'm going to just say it one more time. Alaska, we made a mistake admitting no, them to the no. union. We did. That we should have just kept beautiful. them as a territory. It's absolutely beautiful. We could, it, it, We would have cost us nothing to keep them as a territory. Steal all their stuff. Nope. And and to, but you can't let people like that involved in the, <laughs> the politics of a
0: country. Wait a minute. You mean it wasn't wise for Senator Frank Murkowski, who searched far and wide See? in the whole state See? to find the most qualified exactly candidate the kind of thing I'm talking to replace about. him when he became governor? And That's exactly, lo and
1: behold, it was his daughter. That is exactly the kind of thing I'm talking about. You wind up with Joe. Stuff like why don't that you happen. run, buddy? Come on, we'll back you. It's it, it's 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 guys like Frank Murkowski. It's guys like Joe Cressbackler. It's guys like Santa Claus.
0: <laughs> okay, man. Uh... So uh, this day in history I didn't I didn't bring it up but uh, in 1805 1805 this day in history.
1: Yes, 1805 this day in history. Oh, the Marines um go ahead. After marching 500 miles from
0: Egypt, US agent William Eaton leads a small force of US Marines and Berber mercenaries against the Tripolitan port city of Derna.
1: Yeah. From the halls of Montezuma, it's a big shout out to our friend Colonel um, Jonas. And to my idiot nephews who (coughs) served in our serving.
0: That is a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Can you say
1: namaste after the Marine Corps hymn? (laughs) I think you can. in
0: the books. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, like.
1: And review. And review. Semper Fidelis.